This is Unclaimed Bands, show 169. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. Tonight we're coming to you from Bullshooters up in Philadelphia here. And our guests are Eye on Attraction. Welcome, guys and girls. (laughs) Uh, Can I get you to go right down the line and tell us uh, your name, what you do in the band? Um, Hi, my name's Amber, and I sing. I'm Andrew, I drum. I'm Joe, I play bass. I'm Mike, and I play guitar. All right, cool. Now that we know all the players, the names, the faces, and some green pants as well, too. <laughs> People really have to see this. Is that like a... Now, now is it just the two of you, or do, do we all own green pants? We all own m- multicolored <laughs> pants of sorts. So it's, it's like Lucky Charms all over. Little, little, oh, really? Okay. Red, green, yellow, blue. Now, do, you, do you normally coordinate? Is it a band, like, you know, like, like almost like a costume Oh, thing it's or very important. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We just try not to wear all the same thing. So, because then it'll I be a little tell. uniformy, and that'll be a little creepy. These two guys screwed it up today. But it looks like no, no, it's, it's perfect. We're on I, I think that's the stage a little bit more green. Balance. That's a little more aqua. Yeah, it works. Right? Something it's a like big that. difference. Coral, you know. <laughs> that's such a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Before we get into more in depth stuff like that, why don't we let uh, people out there listen to a song? Uh, what are we gonna let them hear? Uh, Glass Castles. It's the single off our new EP, Staircases. All right, this is Glass Castles.
I've been chased by these notions of what my life's supposed to be. I walk the trail of my own shadows to myself, the leading me. All right, that was Glass Castle. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, can you get, can you tell me a little bit about that song? Well, um, that song started out as kind of a, a. It was originally called "Tempered Expectations," I believe. Oh yeah, wow, Ooh, right? Oh. A working title. Yeah, that was a working title. <laughs> it was about um, kind of holding back your. Dream, not dreams. Um, it's about tempering your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, song about subtlety. <laughs> that's deep. Uh, lyrically, that that that's one of mine, and uh, that track is just about uh, waiting your whole life for something to come up, and when it finally comes, if it doesn't really meet your expectation, how scary that can be. So as a musician, I mean, you know, we work our whole lives to you know go on a big tour or play in front of a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and you sacrifice so much along the way, and it could be kind of freaky if you actually finally get that and then you're still not happy how scary that would be mm-hmm. so that's that was the idea behind that song so. okay that's cool yeah. that's cool and I'm gl- I, I gotta say that I think uh, I think changing the title worked really great yeah, yeah great. not the not the I, best I mean, t- not the best title in the world well I just think like you know when the crowd's like cheering and they're drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah temper that thing the temper you know? thing man yeah. but, uh, but that's, that's good like that so how did you guys uh, get all started here how did this all get going Started with Andrew and I here. We met the first day of college in a uh, the most pointless class ever. Yeah, that's true. And we sat next to each other. I wore a guitar shirt. He wore a drum shirt. I was like, Yo, you play drums? Yeah, you play guitar. <laughs> yeah. Want to start a band? Okay. <laughs> was that music appreciation class? No, it was a computer no. literacy class. It was bullshit. It was terrible. Yeah, wow, yeah it really is. is. I got my curse out. I'm good now. There you go. <laughs> oh wait, Joe. Everybody gets one. Yeah, Joe, Joe can't say this next part because it's going to embarrass him. I said to him, "Hey, you have a guitar shirt. You want to be in a band?" And he said, "Yeah, man, this sounds great. I play." So after class, I went to his dorm and I'm like, "Play me something." He's like, "All right." He gets out his acoustic guitar and he plays like the worst thing, just so bad. And it was just, it was, that's okay. I love you. It was just, and he was singing, and th- it wasn't very good, but the ideas were cool. And they were really different, and they were was, unique. Was it a plastic guitar with plastic strings? Yes, about it this was, big? absolutely. No, but the ideas were really cool and super unique, and he, like, had so much passion. It was awesome. I knew that, like, that was a person I wanted to work with more yeah. so than just, like, we got along Wait. musically. We just got along as people okay. real fast. So, Did he sing a Barney song? Or how, oh, I wish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not bad, huh? That would be wonderful. No, it wasn't bad. It was just very different. It was very weird, and, right. and that's something I like. And that's, I'm a progressive rock fan, so I thought it was pretty cool. So, right. And then we added this you guy. You met this guy. I kind of met him beforehand. I was going to bring him into the band. And what happened beforehand? Tell us what you did. Which which part? Oh, never mind. Oh, geez, no, I know it. <laughs> I can tell my stories. It's cool. I, I was looking for a band forever, and I put all these flyers around town with all my number, like, dangling off a little thing, and I ripped... I ripped off like four from each one, so it looked like I was interesting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one flyer. That Hold had on, I might need to see someone else if you guys are busy. What's that number? <laughs> there was one flyer that had five missing, and I was like, "What the hell?" I didn't get a call for forever. It was gone for weeks, and I guess I just forgot. It turned out to be Andrew's number. 
Andrew's and took it. Number. He put the number, number in his phone. Never called him. Never yeah. Called so him. I, I called him the first time, and it, my number already came up in his phone. It's wonderful. <laughs> Freaky shit. Yeah. <laughs> you used your curse. That's my curse. <laughs> you're you're allowed more than once, yes, so you know. Yes. It's a personal thing. Was it oh, handwritten, okay. Mike? Was it handwritten, or did you type it up? The I ad. I, I typed it. Oh, okay. I was going to say it was handwritten. Yeah. That would be why I didn't call him. I don't do that non-professional shit, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> But, but you took his number off of telephone pole. Yeah, yeah, I took the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm professional. But I'm professional. <laughs> Only semi-professional. Yeah. Just crumble that up and put it in my pocket. That's how we deal. i put it in my phone. I'll get to it later. Okay. And, and then, then? Then this girl. Um, I, yeah, they were a band for uh, like four years before I joined them. And uh, like they'd gone through a number of singers and just nobody kind of fit exactly what they wanted. Like whether it was time or personal reasons or whatever. So actually, I had a, a mutual friend, Joe's, <laughs> <laughs> and mine, and uh, he was like, "Hey, um, you know, Joe. Like, we went to high school together, but Joe, what did we do in high school, Amber? We were oh, we were in drama club together. Oh, okay. <laughs> I we had we dun, were dun. in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> he was my dun, scarecrow. Dun, dun, dun. He was a munchkin. I was Dorothy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's my scarecrow. Dun, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so that's how you guys met. So yeah, but um, but I actually like uh, I lost touch with him after he graduated because. She smelled really bad. And he's just <laughs> is that what that is? He's just a big loser, so like whatever. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, he was like, "You should try out. I know you sing really well. I think you'd be a good fit." So mm-hmm. I did, and it was like a crazy, grueling process. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was like uh, I contacted them, and they uh, Andrew sent me like three instrumentals like that they'd been working on, and he was like, "Here." write words and melodies and uh, record them and send them back to us, which I had never had any experience doing any of that. So I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't know. But I did it and I guess they liked it. She, she did that like four times. She came to like 15 practices. She's like, am I in the band yet? Right. Yeah, they just kept having me come back. Like, Hold on, they're we're like, tell you next time. Is, it, was like, it was like a series of interviews and it was just like, you know, it was like, We'd go and meet up at like this, the, their college, and just like sit there and kind of like write a song, and then we'd like go to Andrew's house, where is like where all the band practices are, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, okay, well, we need to hear you with the older stuff, and like it was just like it was seriously was like five or six times before I was like, guys, well, like you, you know they're recording all this. <laughs> I mean, you were doing this, right? Just in case you <laughs> failed, they had the backup tapes already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we made it very difficult. Yeah. We sent her, like, the most complicated song we had ever written. It was, like, in, like, 17. Like, it's just really difficult. To, like, impossible to sing over. Yeah. So we sent, like, an easier, older one. We're like, oh, and there's this new jam we're working on that shouldn't be a problem. Send it to her. And she's, now I know she was pulling her hair out, but it worked. So <laughs> That's why it's blue. She lost all her hair, yeah. and now it's blue. Yes. So, uh, for each one of you, okay, because you seem, seem like a colorful cast of people, no pants or hair intended, but uh, <laughs> talk to me about your influences, like what, what brought you to music, you to theater, obviously, beforehand? Uh, well, me, I come from a, a punk kind of background, so like Blink-182, Yellow Card, bands like that, I was heavily influenced before the band, and then we kind of all melded together, like they brought me in a Rush and Coheed, things like that, they're about to say it, they're like Rush and Coheed, by the way. <laughs> okay, you guys go. <laughs> I guess I'll go. Okay. Um, I, was a, I was a huge prog nerd, and I think, I think they embraced it in the beginning, and so, I don't know, I was like into Yes, Rush, um, 
Andrew got me into Coheed. I, I'll let you take that. Um, <laughs> but I really only listen to classic rock, and these guys opened me up to newer stuff. So now I'm broaden my horizons. Past 1984, <laughs> not interested, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, leave that year alone, Bob. Hey. That was a great year for me. Uh, yeah, uh, Mike. It's one of the few he remembers. <laughs> See? Um, I'm a huge classic rock and uh, progressive rock buff. I'm a huge Rush fan. Mm-hmm. Zeppelin, Floyd, all that. Black Sabbath, all the stuff my dad played for me. Um, but maybe a year-ish before the band was when I, because I'm a little older than Mike, was when I started moving on to more modern stuff. Uh, Coheed, uh, Porcupine Tree, mm-hmm. bands like that. Um, so I really tried hard to get him into that. But th- I'm uh, kind of the same as Mike, except a little more modern. So I, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take it. Um, so I, I guess I'm like the, the odd... Oddest. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if that's the word. Oddest one out of uh, all of us. But, yeah, I had a, a lot of influence um, in high school. Like, I was the drama kid. Like, I was, like, the theater geek, you know? Mm-hmm. So, show tunes. So, yeah, so show. I did listen to a lot of musical soundtracks in high school and uh, that sort of thing all over the board. Um, Regina Spector is one of my favorites. She's, like, jazzy singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. you know? like, um, But I also, I have a, such an eclectic like taste. Like, I do like the harder stuff. Like, I did listen also to Coheed when I was in high school. And, you know, so when I met these guys and they were, like, huge Coheed bands, like, that was cool. And then they introduced me to other bands, which, you know, now I'm, like, super inspired by, like, Circus Survive and Anthony Green is awesome and, you know, and uh, the Deer Hunters. Okay. You, know, it's just you like brought that the Deer Hunter. Yeah. Broadened her horizons, <laughs> too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, they opened my eyes. <laughs> so uh, tell me about your EP, Staircases, okay? Uh, when did it come out? When did it drop? I couldn't find that. That was June 26th. June 26th, 20, that far back? 20, it might be literally, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find no information about when it came out. Yeah, we had, well, the release show for it, was it the 26th? It was the end of June. 20, it was the end of yeah. June, and we, we did a, a little 13-day run after uh, that show. We had, like, two days off. Then we went down to South Carolina back to promote it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, that... That's a major departure from our debut album. Our debut album was called The Factory. had a different vocalist on it. It was a half-concept record. So it was like five singles to start it out and then a four-piece concept at the end. Mm -hmm. We, like Mike said, we're big progressive fans, but personally my notion of progressive is not imitating what progressive acts have done in the past. It's actually progressing. So for me, to do another Rush's 2112 over and over again is not really doing anything so for staircases we went with a much more streamlined approach four song ep the songs are a little shorter at least by our standards anyway <laughs> um, a little simpler by our standards anyway uh clarification yeah. it's like the parts are simpler in general but there's like cool subtle things yeah i think the songwriting is a little more accessible uh a lot more accessible actually it's more progressive pop than progressive rock it, it, it's much more radio friendly and that kind of stuff so well, that's cool Definitely. now now since i came out uh are you guys working on new material looking at maybe yes. doing another full record or yes another EP? we are that's yeah. up for debate yeah. right now that yeah. is up for debate <laughs> we are writing and we are being insane we are throwing out a lot of things that we don't think are good enough because we always want to make sure we're doing better than yeah. we've done before uh, i have a studio built into my house so we're always writing and recording. Uh, we're playing one uh, new track tonight. That's not on. That hasn't been released yet. That'll be on our next release. I'm not sure if we're going to do an EP, a couple of EPs, or a full length. Mm-hmm. But right now we're working on getting the material down so that when the time comes and whatever is like fiscally prudent, mm-hmm. uh, that we're prepared to do anything. That we have enough material that we're not 
scrambling frantically to get that done. So no, yeah. no, you say that you know you you guys have thrown out some stuff because you you know songs that you don't mm-hmm. think are good enough and everything else like that. And I understand you know going through the creative process, you want to give something that's you know up to your standards or very quality. But are you ever concerned? Do you ever think that maybe you're looking at it with a too critical eye or? Or, yeah, or, or, step back a lot. or has yeah. there been ever anything you've released, you know, even the past night, that, you know, now it's after you go, oh, we could have done that better, or we should have done this better. Oh, man, always. Oh, that's going to have to be a separate question for separate <laughs> members of the band, because I'm, I'm a crazy person, and like everyone it. else is. Like it, thank yes. you. Uh, and everyone, a compliment. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, the stuff in the factory, I mean, we have a tendency to complicate things sometimes, which mm-hmm. can sometimes be amazing or sometimes be awful, and when you're locked up in the woods in the Poconos for three weeks cutting a, a new EP. Sometimes there are some decisions that are amazing and mm-hmm. end up being awesome, and sometimes there are some decisions that we regret. And I can say that the number of things we regret off of staircases is a lot smaller than it was on the factory, so That's hopefully good. That's good. we keep, uh, it's a step in the keep right focused. Yeah. And one, one thing we do do that I like to touch on, the way we write is extremely collaborative. Like, there is no... There is no, oh, here's the song and this. I mean, it's v- everyone has a say in everyone else's part, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. That's, yeah, that I is. I mean, we will sit and work on, like, Joe's bass line for a song together for hours and have no problem doing that. I mean, I'll take drum advice uh, vocally. I mean, Mike has a huge hand in the melodies and the harmonies and stuff like that. And Joe and I in the phrasings and lyrically we collaborate. We're v- very collaborative. Cool. So that also, that's something you have to manage because it can get dicey sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. the overall product comes out better. I just think so more too. work to get to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you guys tour pretty regularly. Uh, it seemed pretty busy lot. coming up. Uh, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened at one of your shows? Oh. At a show or like after a show? Either or. You tell us. You tell us. We almost got shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where? Yeah, let's where? go with that. Oh, yeah. that in, this place, in this place called Philadelphia, maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> nah, not at all. It's the greatest South Street in the world. It's the greatest oh. in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, tell him. The guy's tell name was Killy. We were walking down the street at 11 o'clock at night. Well, Joe, his friends call him Kill. Sorry. <laughs> okay. He, he made sure we knew that. So we're walking down the street at 11 o'clock at night. It was South Street, a, a well-known street, lots of people everywhere. Then all of a sudden, this one block, all the lights are out, completely dark. And we're walking, we're singing. There's this one guy in the street. We start talking to him. I'm talking to him, at least. The other guys are kind smart of... Smart decision. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> really started singing decision. along with us. We couldn't Hindsight's ignore him. 20 yeah. yeah, we were singing Closing Time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, I just want to fight people. And I was like, well, let's not fight. Let's dance. And I start dancing. He's like, no, I want to kill. My friends call me Kill. I shot out of the lights on this block. I have a gun. And I was like, ha good one, good one. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got to kill. I want to kill everybody. I was like, wait a minute. Even us... And he's like, yeah, you're the only ones here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I got to take this guy seriously. He's like, yeah, I got a gun in my pants. And he starts like reach his hand in his pants. I'm like, oh, my God, I grabbed him. He's like, you fucking touching me? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, Killy, you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> I pulled his hand out of his pants. There wasn't a gun there. Then we got to the end of the block, and we kind of ran away. He's like, yo, you got to come back. This is my block. And we're like, no, we got to get some cookies. We're going this way. Bye, Killy. <laughs> <laughs> really enticing, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that's, a, wow. that's a Philly story. Yeah, that's a first that's one, too, nasty. for us. First for us, yeah. That's a Philly story. I, um, I mean, mo- most of, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I've toured a lot um, – separately from the band with other bands and stuff like that. Um, and I'll just say I'll never go back to Memphis again. Just ever. <laughs> I just, we, okay, I have yes. Memphis blacklisted when we were out a tour. We just don't go to Memphis. Cause that is, well, what happened? It was awful. It was really scary. I played, 
I toured with the band. <laughs> no, wait. Okay, you laugh now. Here we go. No, no, but I the way toured, you looked around like I, I toured with a band called uh, Black Pussy. Okay. And they thought it would be a good idea uh, before the show to uh, leave the venue with their own merch on that says uh, Black Pussy uh, oh, in Memphis. Yeah. And it was not a good idea. And it was uh, strongly recommended to them that they don't do that ever. Because uh, they'll probably get shot and die. Uh, okay. I stayed at a motel. Kelly that was, was there. That was nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Everywhere. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and there was a pimp next door, and he was aggressive and armed and dangerous. And I didn't sleep too well. So Memphis, uh, we're gonna skip Memphis, guys. <laughs> if okay. you live in Memphis, we'll have our just, stuff online. That goes with Kansas City story last night. Yeah, if you're if you're a Memphis fan, just go online and buy the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Or or just cross the border and you'll yeah, see them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We'll tell you what, on that note, uh, let's take a pause for another song. Uh, what are we going to let people listen to this time? Uh, Staircases. Staircases. It's the uh, leading single, uh, a leading track off of the EP, uh, self-titled Staircases. Staircases. All right, this is Staircases by Eye on Attraction. <laughs>
right, that was oh, air cases. <laughs> you don't know that, man. Hey, you hey. know it all. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is for each one of you. What's the first record you remember buying? <laughs> Lincoln Park Live in Texas. <laughs> no shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a judgment-free zone here. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> ACDC, Back in Black, asterisk. I, I'm not, not into it anymore. <laughs> not, not my cup of tea. Okay. I like their shirts. <laughs> you like their shirts? I wear their shirts. I hope someday. Eric, Eric, easy, Eric. Easy. I hope someday that someone <laughs> says about our band, "Yo, I'm not really into music, man, but I like I their it. shirts." <laughs> I think that's a really I'd impressive okay thing to strive for. For me, really sorry, uh, Eric. Uh, Twenty-one, twelve, Rush. Okay. Yeah. Great song. Great album, actually. Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the first album I really I got was uh, Gorillas. The their okay. their uh, self like their first album. Right, Plenty yeah. food. See no whatever. judgment here. No yeah, judgment. No. Not at all. Yeah. I thought she was going to say like Grease actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it actually, is a soundtrack, I mean, right? <laughs> soundtrack, but okay. Yeah, side story. Yes, side story or no? I did. I I listened to when you were Jet frequently. Oh yeah, we. And uh, Chicago. Well, that, Chicago? Was that, uh, oh, I love Chicago. The musical? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they did yeah. marching band. Okay. Um, oh, did you? That was my, like, Roxy Hart. Is that going to be on the next record? You guys going to cover that? Or <laughs> yeah, when you I play would love to cover that, cover that song. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> those green pants riding up on you? Oh, yeah, tight, a little man. bit. You think so? <laughs> just, just a little. Teal. <laughs> That's right, teal. Thank those teal pants. Teal, not green. You thought he was a leprechaun to This is another one for all three of us. Wait. Or excuse me, all four of you. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's perfect. I just that's perfect. The green pants got cut. No, you, you see, you think it's you. That's a psych test. Oh. That was a little psych test. You were the one he thought I was talking about. Yeah. She's cover. always the new guy. Well, yeah. nice, welcome to Unclaimed yeah, Man's they, Therapy. There you go. Um, nice cover. No, nice actually, cover. What, uh, what three words would you use to describe your band? Is that for each of us individually? Or? Uh, each yeah. can, I, so you can put it all individual. together. It doesn't matter. Wow, the good thought we, process. We gotta say, <laughs> yeah, eclectic, unique, uh, intricate, very yeah. intricate, like a unicorn. Okay, okay. <laughs> like a unicorn. Like a unicorn. I'm seeing the cover for the next EP. Okay. Green pants, uh, green pants, and unicorns. Magical. <laughs> that could be the title, that right? Could be the title. What? Uh, Genius. Any <laughs> um. What, you know, when you guys are, with everything you're doing, uh, you know, professionally and stuff like that, um, what do you really want people to get from your music? What do you want them to walk away with? Oh, the look on Andrew's face. That was just priceless. Wow, these people are That's awesome. a great I'm, question. I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck, you're making uh, them all think. Uh, yeah. Uh, I sheesh. think, I don't know, personally, I guess, I want um, people to, because we're a little weird, we're a little different, and we just do what we like and what we think sounds good, what we want to do. So we kind of want to convey that message, like, just, just embrace whatever weirdness it is or whatever it, not weirdness that you have. Like, just embrace mm -hmm. it. Like, just, just walk away with, like, do you, man. That's cool. Do you. <laughs> I think musically, too, like, to take that specifically into the, into the musical spectrum, I mean, if you listen to REP um, or our material in general or today – at the show, our tracks are very different. I mean, mm -hmm. fair, uh, from acoustic to really heavy, from two and a half minutes to ten and a half minutes, whatever we think is appropriate to get across what we're trying to get across is what we think is appropriate. So genre-wise, I'm seeing, just musically, I'm just seeing way too much genre business lately. Yeah. You know, uh, we're 
post-hardcore this, that, you know, or like just very, very, <laughs> very specific parameters. I mean, we played with a band one time where this guy played a drum groove in, uh, in the sound check. And I said, dude, that's amazing. He said, yeah. The other guys in the band decided it wasn't really strictly hardcore, so we can't use it. And I was just like, man, that's just terrible. That's just ter- that's just terrible to me. That is that is really bad. So we've always been very open, and we we will write whatever we want, whenever we want, and we want other. I'd like it if other bands uh, did that as well. If I heard more of that, that would make me a very happy camper. Okay, that's why I like some of the bands I like because they do do they do approach their music that way. So cool. Mm-hmm. You guys want to add to that? Um, on top of that, I guess for our performance live is like. We like to try and take people to a different place. Like we really try to entertain them as much as possible. Like I go crazy on stage. We take our clothes off. I don't know. Weird things happen, but <laughs> we like to make don't, them. Okay. Don't take your. Clothes I'm not. Off. I ain't doing. I ain't doing. I know. Please, I'm not on stage. Please, please. I'm just. I exaggerate. A little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Okay. But ladies, he's not. He's Come not. on out. But really. <laughs> really, he's not at all. It's my turn. I feel like you've said it all, but I guess I like. I like. Um, Tying into what Amber and Andrew are saying, like looking at things in a little bit of a different way, mm-hmm. um, we don't really do anything cookie cutter at all. And I, I feel like a lot of our music, uh, mm-hmm. definitely like like melodically and structurally, or structure. I can't talk. Um, <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's just out of the box. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I don't know. So we we try to do. We never go conventional, and. Like really, my like our goal as a I guess as a writing team or whatever, we'll take things that could be normal, make them completely not normal, or co- things that can be completely weird and make them seem as normal as humanly possible. Because mm-hmm. that's really a, a good joining point for us. Fun. Yeah. That's cool. It's fun. That's it's cool. Fun to do. Well, listen. Before we wrap everything up here, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Even the ones in. Uh, Even the ones in Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, just support. I mean. If you enjoy what we do, just show it to somebody else. I mean, that, that's all we can ask for. I mean, that's we've cool. been doing really well social media-wise on Twitter and stuff like that. We've got a lot of followers, a lot of people very interested. And they don't – sometimes the younger ones don't understand how powerful just a share can be. Mm-hmm. Just finding one person in their friend group that might be into it. And if you show them, you know, that's, that, that's more important to me even – than an album sale, although please buy, please buy the album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of my Spotify payments coming in. Okay, I'm just getting we real got, sick of it. We got three dollars this month. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you did. Hey, forty nine dollars so far. All right, records. There yeah, you go. It's a going. It's but, a going. Uh, yeah, just sharing it. I mean, it could be like just a click of a button, or just mm-hmm. you know calling in a friend or whatever. We get that a lot. We yesterday we sold a CD. We sold three copies of the same CD to a girl, and she was going to give two copies to her friends. Like that's, that's cool. huge. That's yeah. That's yeah. all we're asking, especially the way the music the word, industry man. is right now. Yep. It's uh, <coughs> incredibly difficult. It's not complaining. It's just it's incredibly mm. difficult to get out there. The means to get your music out there is it's so much easier than it used to be, but that can be a problem because there's a lot of <laughs> crap to sift through. There's a lot. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know. You you're picturing every band uh, right now that you're thinking, like, man, I, they should not be, they should not <laughs> be doing that. Please uh, take up gardening. So something. Burn those instruments. Yes. <laughs> it could be tough to get someone to take you seriously, but... We like to think if we at least get a first impression that we can win people over. So that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, guys, I want to thank you for, uh, for doing the interview. The really you. appreciate it. Uh, everybody out there, this is Sean and Fritz and uh, Eric. Want to thank Eric thank for you, uh, running for the board. We appreciate yeah. it. We love Eric. Eric. More Thanks. than half. More than half <laughs> of unclaimed bands are sick Thanks, right Eric. now. <laughs> <laughs>
In fact, yeah. everybody yeah. on Unclean Band is sick. Yeah, pretty me and you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our guests have been Eye on Attraction. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you so much. Dude. Thank you for having Woo-hoo. us. <laughs> the statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclean Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries. <laughs>